0: What's good? What's good? Addicts gang, week three is almost in the books. Today we have the Red Zone recap and we are joined by a very, very special guest, friend of the pod, um, friend of all of ours, friend of everyone's, honestly, Maddie Barb's the three and oh Maddie Barb's. Welcome in, Matt. Introduce yourself.
1: Hello, everybody. I am so happy to be here. It is a lovely day outside. It's raining. It's piss shit out there, and we have been watching Red Zone since three AM in the goddamn morning, and we are excited. We Fantasy are excited. It's awesome. We're having a great time. Everything's going well. How are we doing, Joel?
0: Oh, look! It's always fun to talk about Red Zone, um, Matt. The, the Miami yes. Dolphins. We can't not start there. Tell the three and O Miami Dolphins. Tell me, okay. are we Super Bowl bound?
1: So, the Miami Dolphins are actually winning the Super Bowl this year. Three and and0 start couldn't have been a more fun start. And honestly, to get into the nitty gritty, the best thing about the game is that Tua didn't do anything dumb. Um, he got concussed halfway through the game and kept playing, but that you know that, that's neither here nor there. But the fact that he no picks, no dumb dumb throws. He probably only had one terrible throw towards the very end of the game, where he you know threw in the threw in the end zone when we had like 20 seconds to go. That probably wasn't a good idea, but it all worked out in the end. And three zero beating the Bills and the Ravens and the Pats. It's just been a lovely start. I'm just enjoying
0: every second of it, Joe. And your fantasy team, Matt. Um, You've obviously, I would say, enemy of the show, Zach Wheelerhan. Um, You're currently 29 points ahead. Um, Sleeper says you have a 99% chance of winning. Um, Obviously, you have Lamar Jackson. um, You have Amin Ra St. Brown. Do you have the best team in the league? And how are you going to go... 14, 15, and 0. I don't know how many games we play, but are you going to lose a game this year?
1: Well, with my team, last week, I got a thundering win because I had mona uh, score like 30. I had Waddle score 30, and I had Lamar score 50. So that was... I got excited. Don't get and, me wrong last And Tua. Don't forget Tua. Oh, yeah. Tua dropped 52. Yeah, so see, so there you go. Like, last week, I got excited... But I wasn't i wasn't I wasn't all in yet. now, now I'm all in. I this scored is it. I'm scoring two two hundred this week, and the fact of the matter is that I did it this week without anybody exploding other than Lamar. That's a good sign. The consistency across my team has been
0: nuts this week. They have been um... not, even,
1: not even that many touchdowns, not even that many, you know. 150 yards, not, none of that even. Just everyone's doing their job. And I've rounded out a 200 score. Even with two a score 13, I had Titty Higgins get injured. I had Amonra go down halfway through the game. And I'm still, still dropped 200. And I'm very, very pleased. It's just good signs all around.
0: It is now, good signs. Um, now, Joel, I have noticed the same thing about your team, though. Something's brewing oh, over on your end as well. Well, we were obviously. The, we had picks one and two in the draft last year. We were the yep. cellar dwellers, if you will. Um, and yeah, everything's coming together for both of our teams. Um, obviously, I have Trevor Lawrence, football Jesus. Um, he has risen in my heart um, and in the hearts of Jacksonville fans. Um, go Jags. Uh, AJ Brown, he's great. DK Metcalf, he's great too. Garrett Wilson, Drizzy Drake London, Devontae Smith popping off. Uh, What a guy. Um, Yeah, we're back. This is why we're doing this right now. We are fired up. We are winners. Um, And we're going to talk about the winners of the week. Um, Matt, besides the Miami Dolphins, your favorite game of red zone? Oh, I hadn't thought about my
1: favorite one beyond the Dolphins. But I will say... My favorite game, I was most impressed by the Jaguars this morning, just as you alluded to. They walked into LA against a full-strength Chargers team. Yes, Herbert is, you know, he's half a Herbie right now this morning because they, they he shouldn't have played at all, in my opinion. He's not feeling too good. But the Jags walked in and they dominated this star-studded defense and almost dropped a 40-burger on Khalil Mack and JC Jackson and all these guys.
0: That's just out of nowhere. And I'm really impressed with where the uh, Jaguars are going right now. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, Trev, three touchdowns, 260 yards, high completion percentage, no turnovers. Um, He looks fantastic. Um, yeah, hard to get... Like, are, are they good? Are they, are they going to win the division? Oh, God, i be sure. Oh,
1: I want to put it past them. I think the receiving talent is probably their only question mark. Yeah. I don't know how high Christian Kirk's ceiling would be. Well, I, he, I still don't think I still don't think he ever meets that contract he got. But the consistency he showed so far, that'd be really encouraging for the um for the team.
0: Yeah, he just keeps uh, scoring points. Just um, doing it. Obviously, those who listened um to our week three extravaganza episode, uh, featuring myself and Charlie M., uh knows we were all in. On the Colts this week, Matt, what do we think of the Colts? And did you follow my advice and get on there, Matt? Plus five and a half.
1: I did not, I cannot believe that you and Charlene picked that
0: because, well, I didn't well, see that well. At all. <laughs> don't include Charlene's okay, was, name in that. He you. he didn't want to do oh. that. Nah, well, I I'm taking full credit. Yeah, for that not one. Then.
1: They, they, yeah I didn't expect it at all. The Colts have looked absolutely atrocious the first two weeks they got shut out by the Jags last week which maybe we shouldn't be too surprised about anymore but yeah they they just played terribly the first two weeks and I thought okay they have absolutely no chance at home against the Chiefs especially because I'm a I'm a very confident uh Matt Ryan hater um and I'm disappointed in the Colts for getting him in the first place oh god he's bad he's terrible I don't know how like I literally said to you guys this morning there's no way that the colts have decided to go with carson wentz and then matt ryan philip rivers before that too oh god they did two didn't they Mm. so philip rivers carson wentz and matt ryan when they have such a strong roster a well-rounded roster and a great defense and they keep picking up these washed up dud old quarterbacks thinking that they're going to compete with that and it just hasn't worked out once and I still don't think they're going to go anywhere with this. I, I'm
0: not sure what happened with the Chiefs this morning, to be honest. What do you, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I thought, oh, Kansas City will be fine. I just thought it was a good spot game to get the Colts. They had to, you know, had to do something. Um, another team, another game where teams had to do something. You, what do you make of Raiders and the Titans? Uh, the, are the Raiders a dead fish now? Like, are they, are they done? And to Tennessee, like, are they going to be okay or are they bad?
1: I think Tennessee are bad.
0: Yeah, me too. Which it's worrying
1: suck. because the Raiders must be really bad. Mm. They have a such, once again, a great roster. They have talent coming out of everywhere. Maybe they're receiving, they're lacking. I think Traylon Burks will come up, get better every week, but they're just not good. Tannehill's a bit washed up in my opinion, and their defense is just start of the season, really average compared to usual. And yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah. Tennessee's struggling a bit, um, but they got the win this morning. Good on them. They, uh, they actually did score a point in the second half. Did they, uh,
0: did they not? That's crazy. They didn't <laughs> score anything.
1: 24 in the first <laughs> half and then nothing. They just, the Raiders just couldn't do it. They just couldn't come back. And Derek Carr sucks as well. He's, he doesn't, he doesn't go for it. Um, yeah, he thanks. has so much talent in his receiving. Imagine that being a team with you know Darren Waller and Devonte Adams, even Hunter Renfro. I put him up there as well. These are great receivers, and Carr's just fiddling around. He's going the short option. He's not. He's not doing what he should. And then he's target. And then he targets Mac Hollands ten times.
0: Yeah. Even your dog hates Derek Carr. My dog hates Derek Carr. Oh, you bring up his name. He pops name up on the and... TV, and the dogs just go ah. Yeah, fair enough. Too. Like they just, they play so, oh, they just, they're so hard to watch. Um, speaking of, you know, hard to watch, um, the worst game of red zone, Matt, the game they just kept putting on the screen. And I'm going to save you the trouble of thinking about it because it's Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston. Can you play, <coughs> gee, the dogs hate Baker and Jameis too. And fair enough. I hate them both too. Um, a play... Jameson car. Oh. oh God, just rough, rough trio. Um <laughs> do you want any like if Dylan offered you something for DJ Moore, are you gonna like do you even want DJ Moore? Or is he just like a dead fish for this year?
1: I think DJ Moore's hard. The reason I got rid of him in the first place was because he doesn't he hasn't operated well as the wide receiver one. And I have to go back and watch every single one of his targets because he got six targets today. I only caught one for two yards. I don't know what's been happening, but I'm I'm gonna assume it's Baker's fault. Oh, um, no, it's because Robbie, Robbie Anderson Robbie Anderson four targets one one catch that's it. How about your boy Lavisca? Catch. Did you see Lavisca? Yeah, sixty-seven oh. yard. Take it to the house, Lavisca. He's good. um, I swear he's. I'm good. excited. I would be. I've too. always known he was good, but the Jags just didn't like him. But I'm not confident enough to start him next week. But if he gets a few more targets next week, he might be pushing for a spot in the starting lineup of the Atomic Supermen. And if that's the case, then I'm pretty excited. Disregarding that altogether, though, guess who drafted the best wide receiver this year? Uh... It was me, Chris Alave. Okay. Thirteen targets, nine catches, 147 yards, with a washed-up scrub like fucking Jameis Winston. Oh, Alave went nuts today. I'm so happy he's eclipsed Michael Thomas immediately.
0: He had 300 air yards last week, and like he's just dropped 140 yep. piece today. Um, he's the man. He's great. Oh, the wide receivers oh. in this year's class are frigging awesome. They're so good. Yeah, we- We have like a plus for the wide receiver class and a solid D minus for the running back. so
1: it's been it's been a good start.
0: Yeah, kind of like. Do you want to let's talk Brees Hall then? Uh, Let's talk Jets. Um, are you would you you be scared about Brees Hall? Like you have Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson's coming back this week. Does that excite you? I think. Well, I sadly I own Michael Carter. The poor, yeah. the poor bugger who's
1: been yeah. who got replaced after one good rookie season.
0: We own all the Jets. How good?
1: We actually, oh my god, we do. Yeah, hopefully I, Zach Wilson's I, I think Wilson. <laughs> Elijah Moore's had a rough start to the year. Elijah Moore's getting over overshadowed by Garrett Wilson quite a lot. Game which winner, is Yeah, he honestly is. He, yeah. he played really well today up until the injury. Um, but I think Bruce Hall really comes into his own when Zach Wilson's back.
0: Yeah, I hope so, because um, I'm kind of excited about the Jets. I think they can be, you know, they can be okay. Um, obviously, they got oh, shit, they kicked by the Bengals today. Uh, you to, let's talk busts, because Jesus, there were so many busts on this slate. Um, let me just bring up Team Lawrence, because, gee, they're all on there. Uh, oh, jeez. Okay. Aaron Jones, terrible. Justin Jefferson, equally terrible. Um, are you scared about either of those two? Hmm. I,
1: I have to say no about Aaron Jones. They were playing Tampa. He still had 12 carries and three catches. They just did nothing with it. And he copped an ugly little fumble. The Tampa, the Tampa D line is not going to allow for much running. Let's be hmm. honest. Justin
0: Jefferson... Who in God's name would be scared about Justin Jefferson? He had a bad day. wide receivers are very good at having bad days. I don't know where. I just saw the, you know, he was on the team. Um, another team full of busts. Um, team the Stonecutters. Um, Jonathan Taylor, oh, two real average games in a row. Uh, Frank also has DeAndre Swift. He was very quiet. Uh, I think Alan Robinson is dust. Like, I apologize if people were listening to me to say Alan is good. Uh, he had a touchdown go right through his hands uh he's very quiet uh Joe Mixon he obviously shit the bed too um and is Austin Eckler like Austin Eckler four carries five yards um is their running game broken that's a big statement
1: I think their entire offense was a bit busted today to be honest with Herbert playing at 50% it's going to be hard Eckler still had eight
0: catches today true Um, get you out of trouble in PPR (sighs) I think he's, he was hurt coming into today, wasn't he? Uh, I, I, thought thought it,
1: I was nursing something. Was that last week?
0: Might have been. I'm not sure. He could have been. Uh, I don't have any Austin Eckler, so um, I don't really pay too much attention to him and I wasn't really playing him in DraftKings. Um, speaking of hurt, I know Alvin Kamara was a little bit banged up and he's been really disappointing. Um, obviously, we were talking about the Saints and how great their offense is. Um, if you're a contender now, you're 3-0, and do you want Alvin Kamara on your team? here's the issue with our with our teams and
1: our massive over overgrown dynasty brains that we own um we're not dumb enough to go get the old washed up players Um, yeah anyone who goes all in and spends good picks or some good young talent for one of these dudes ekla alvin you're just asking to get screwed around and lawrence was able to Sell Alvin for a pretty good price. Well, DJ Moore turned out not to be pretty good. Okay. Oh, I thought it was fixed. Well, that's even worse. It's just a battle of dead fish. That's great. But Alvin, I think Alvin has fallen off a cliff and it's really sad to see. he, He didn't play last week. He came into this week not feeling good at all. He had 15 carries, had four yards per carry, but he never really did anything with any of them. Mark Ingram
0: and, stole the touchdown too.
1: Oh, Ingram's good at that. Yeah. I, I'd rather have Ingram on the goal line, really. He's a bigger, tougher body. Gee, Alvin's, take. Alvin's good for the entire... I mean, Alvin's good for the entire field. But if you want someone to smack through the the, uh, the defensive line, I'd probably rather Ingram than Kamara.
0: Um, now, uh, you... Have you listened to the previous uh, red zone recaps about Birjo and his hatred of Aiden Hutchinson?
1: Why does Burjo hate Aiden Hutchinson? He did hates you him, meet he him thinks, or something?
0: He thinks he's crap. So do you have any hot Aiden Hutchinson takes? And did you notice how he did nothing today? This is an anti Aiden Hutchinson podcast. So um, you know, empty out your Why Aiden are we Hutchinson hate-
1: Aiden Hutchinson. What did he
0: do? He didn't get a he sack today. Did nothing, college. and they choked it at the end of the game. Yep, I'm
1: you pretty, heard the, the Vikings have an O line though, right? Like th- this isn't this isn't the
0: Bengals we're talking about. Oh, the Viking. I mean, all right, let's talk Vikings and Lions. Um, gee, didn't the Lions have a choke job? They couldn't pick up that fourth down, and then you watch KJ Osborne uh, stroll his way yeah. into the end zone. Um, yeah, takeaways from that game. Dalvin Cook injured. Um, is he washed? Um, yeah. Okay. Is Adam Thielen? <laughs> I know he's washed. Um, and Detroit. Uh, Armin Ra, he's great. TJ Hawkinson finally did something today. That's good. Um, yeah, any hot takes in that game?
1: Firstly, Dalvin Cook is not washed. Okay. He has, a, he has a glass body. He does have a glass body, yes. He had 17 carries, 96 yards... A nice little pretty touchdown, and he did his job. He got hurt. He'll be out for God knows how long knowing him, but he's good when he's on the field. Adam Thielen, once again, don't know why he's saying he's washed. He still had 60 yards on, on six catches on the most catches on the team today for and Adam's lovely touchdown as well. They did well. You're going after the wrong people. Just because Justin Jefferson has a quiet day doesn't mean there aren't other players than the Vikings. They have offensive weapons just coming out of every left right and center like even KJ Osborne had a great game today out of nowhere the wide receiver three my boy from the Miami Hurricanes but no Minnesota I think Minnesota are okay I think the more that Kirk and the head coach and the new OC sort of get gelled together that passing game is going to get better and better every week and if Justin Jefferson actually got involved today, it wouldn't have been that close.
0: He still two, had six. I, the throwing is good. Two more games I want to key in on because you're heavily involved yep. in both of these teams. The Cincinnati Bengals shit kicked the Jets. Titty Higgins, your boy. Um, mm-hmm. He was obviously great today in the first half. 93 yards, five catches. Almost had that touchdown. Um, he hot, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, Any takeaways from the Bengals? Like... You know, are they back to being um, good, or are the Jets were? Were they just really bad today? Joe well, Joe Flacco, no. Joe no, Mixon the Bengals... sucks, or sucky. I,
1: I mean, Joe, Joe Mixon's very good at just not showing up to games sometimes, so I wouldn't. I'm not too shocked by that. So P Ryan had a great game after Frank dropped him this morning, just <laughs> getting a little extra boost. Um, <laughs> the, look, the new, the Jets don't. Have a defense. They have one good player on defense. Saucy. I don't know if
0: Saucy did he, did he turn up today? He I did. don't know, but okay. Jamar Chase did nothing. Yeah. He had that touchdown. Jamar. Down, but, oh, oh, oof. No. The, the Bengals'
1: offense is inconsistent. That's what I know. My boy, Titty Higgins, I'm really worried about his head. He's had uh. two concussions in three weeks. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried about how he's, he's going to go first of the year now.
0: Protect him. I mean, he's too tough. Can't protect him. Yeah, you can't. He's just, he gets I mean, up, gets the ball and then <sighs> they cheap shots, dirty. Even Tyler Boyd had a great game today.
1: And I want to die on the hill. I know I'm the only one in the world that might still think this, but the Bengals should have drafted Pene over Jamal <laughs> Chase. And I'm still <laughs> sticking with it. I am so sure that this is the right call because Pene is playing out of his mind right now. On the on the uh, Lions' offensive line, and Burrow's getting bullied every game. He's getting torn apart.
0: They just take so many sacks; it's unreal. Um, they managed. They managed only to take two sacks today,
1: um, but another seven tackles for loss, yeah. nine QB hits. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, Jets couldn't a, really nice
0: come after nice him plan. either because, like, the Bengals were obviously up big uh, throughout that game. Um, shout out the Dude. week three extravaganza. We were also a pro Bengals uh, this week. Um, another game <laughs> that we, as a collective duo, were heavily involved in. Uh, you are the Kyle Pitts owner. Uh, good to see him actually, oh, yeah. you know, get some catches today. Kyle Pitts, um, are you happy with Kyle Pitts? I have said he sucked last week and Drake London was the clear one. Um, I'll die on that hill. I think Drake London's great. But um, Kyle Pitts, these two can coexist, Matt. Can they coexist?
1: They certainly can coexist. It does depend on what happens with Calvin Ridley next year. Mm. And then I, th- I think when Calvin comes back, it's going to be more of a Drake versus uh, Calvin. And Kyle Pitts is still that big, sexy tight end. But I like the Falcons. I think the quicker that Marcus Mariota gets the hell out of there, the better it will be for everyone. Uh, because we have uh, Desmond Ritter waiting in, uh, <laughs> in the wings, my boy. Oh, uh, no. And I think as soon as... Yeah, I, the Falcons, they have potential. They did beat the Seahawks today, even though Geno Smith played a really good game manager role today. Um, the Falcons are great. Kyle Pitts is awesome. He's, ne- he's not going to... He's going to be great for Forever. Yeah, just forever. Endless. He, he, he's going to be immortal playing football. Um, He's a beautiful man. He had eight targets today. Jeez, I didn't notice that. He, yeah, he actually got involved finally. I'm not sure what attributed the first the slow first two weeks. I think it's a lot of the Falcons sucking and figuring things out those first two weeks, especially Mariota actually playing football for the first time in years. Might have yeah. uh, given it a bit of a slow start as well. Can't help. No, not at all. And it what I was happy to see, Kenneth Walker actually get a little bit involved today. Um, he had a nice little 21-yard uh, run and actually be involved. And he's, still, he's playing as the RB3 at the moment, but it's it's just sad to see. And Tyler, I don't know how to say his name, Algier, my yeah. little deep sleeper uh, draft boy there. He actually got six carries and he's still getting overshadowed by a 30-year-old loser. Um, but what can you do about that?
0: God, I hate Corderell. How do you feel about Corderell? Um, well, I, you know, he's a, th- What well, he's like a 32 year old running back who, you know, he's fun for a, you know, contending team, but, um, us dynasty sharps, um, you know, we're going to build our teams, not around 32 year old running backs. Um, so I think, it's you know, thought. in the, in the long run, we'll, 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 we will win out. Um, Kenneth Walker looked fine. Um, I think, you know, Seattle next year, they get like a real quarterback and you know they have the denver broncos draft picks um um full notice we're halfway through the game um sunday night football and uh denver are losing again um with russell wilson uh they gee, they look bad um but you know seattle can really build a team they get a quarterback in the draft um some pieces on defense and maybe fix up that offensive line and you know, Kenneth Walker could be good. Help my DK Metcalf shares. And, you know, Seattle could bounce back in a hurry. New coach wouldn't hurt th- either. Yeah. Oh, um, a new coach
1: would be great for them. I really think Seattle do have the pieces to be competitive next year. Um, yeah.
0: They Shard- can go quick.
1: Next year, thank God. We'll have a bit of Kenneth Walker. We'll have a new QB. The issue with the Seahawks is that I don't see them being stinky enough to actually get one of those top QBs from the draft.
0: So, it'll oh, be no. interesting to see how that plays out. Seattle are going to be bad. They're going to win under six and a half games. I have bet that. So I would love to see the Falcons uh, win today. Yeah, that, was, that was huge for Metcalf. that six and a half. Big
1: game I've for the Geno under six and a half. Metcalf and Pete, they'll still win games. You know, like they'll have that Steelers effect. They'll still, they'll still hang around. They'll still do stuff. Um, and they'll get, they'll get a few wins. You won't expect them here or there.
0: Yeah. Um, any buys for the week, Matt? Um, in you know Dynasty redraft, um, any any like plays you're buying, any plays you're selling? Um, you know, before we close out the episode. Buying, I'm definitely.
1: I'm feeling good about Michael Pittman right now, guys. I know Ooh, it's okay. not this you know this revolutionary idea or anything, but Michael Pittman has had a really good start of year. He missed last week. But if I'm not mistaken, he had nine targets and eight catches today. First game of the season against Houston, he had 13 targets, another nine catches. This is the guy on the Colts. Um, JT is showing that he's he's got a bit of, you know, he, he's not he's not the workhorses he tried to show last year, I think. I think last year might have been a bit of more of an anomaly. There's no bias there, guys. Don't worry about that. Um, but I think, JT, I, I think Michael Pittman really has oh, top potential. If you're in a dynasty league, I think buying Pittman is really important because when they have a real quarterback, maybe eventually next year the Colts will. Pittman Pittman's going to be that guy next year. I really think so. This year he's going to have a few games. He really is. Where you'll take notice, but I I think next year with a real quarterback and a better and a better operating offense, he's going to be scary hours for him.
0: Well, there you go, listeners. Uh, and listen up, Dylan Lawrence, the Michael Pittman owner. Uh, Maddie Barbs is coming for him. Um, I'm just watching the highlights of the games. Um, I completely just forgot about the best team in football, um, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, are they going to win the Super Bowl? And uh, the, are they, like your dynasty team, going undefeated this year?
1: Okay. Again, this morning, I don't want to
0: attribute too much to it. It kind of... Stunk. What about the week before Um, that and the week before that? eh, I I don't like Hurts. Cold water over the Eagles.
1: I need to be convinced a little bit more. I think Devonta and AJ Brown are elite, obviously. Yeah, they're great. um, If Jalen's arm gets a bit more consistent, especially in the short game, uh, I think They'll do a lot better to improve from there. But testing them against a a commander's defense with no Chase Young, I'm just like, eh, we're going to be a little bit careful. Like, didn't the commanders had about zero yards, passing yards at
0: halftime, I believe. It was like in the 20s or something. It was gross.
1: Yeah, like they did absolutely nothing. Not to mention the fact that Philly scored literally all their points just in the second quarter.
0: Did they really? That's awesome. First,
1: third, fourth, they did jack shit. Yeah, but they don't so have a to little do bit jack of cold water. shit
0: when they, you know, just they they just score in bunches. They did the same to the Vikings. and only they scored in the second half, and I think they did the same to Detroit. They like real quieted down. But when they're going, they are awesome. Um, preview to next week. Speaking of hot hot teams and hot hot matchups, Philadelphia play Jacksonville next week. Are they the two hottest teams in football? Um, the Eagles are up there. The Jags
1: are mostly hot because of how hot Trevor is, but that's beside the point. Um, It'll be a... It's in Philly. You're going to have to tip Philly to win that. I think the Jags' defense might not be enough for Hertz, A-Rob, and Devonta, but I'd love to see how the Jags come out against a team that no one can seem to pass against at all this season so far. That defense just is locked down. So it'll be interesting to see how to, how Trevor comes out and if he can get something going there offensively. But
0: it'll be good to see. And loyal listeners of this red zone recap know we love to preview Monday Night Football. Uh, listeners last week, uh, they ca- they profited. Matt um, Andrew was touting, Ooh, Andrew was touting Justin Jefferson under on yards. Uh, that hit. I was all in on Devontae Smith over three and a half catches. Uh, We all know that hit. We all said Buffalo would cover the spread. Dylan Lawrence didn't want to bet the Eagles, but, you know, he loves Minnesota. Um, We whiffed on some Dawson Knox first touchdown stuff, but that doesn't matter. We only talk about the good stuff. Um, You have big shoes to fill. Who is winning Monday Night Football? The Dallas Cowboys or the 2-0 undefeated New York football giants? And so if you can give us a prop mm. uh, on the game, we also would love to hear that, and even a funky first touchdown scorer.
1: Oh, don't touch me in the first down, first touchdown scorers. I'll drink someone to Helen back before I make one of those calls. But I think, oh, it's gonna be a good game. It, it could actually be a good game, couldn't
0: it? It could be one of those think... gross good games. Danny Dimes first Jones. Cooper rush. That's <laughs> oh, Cooper. <laughs> man the way the cowboys came out
1: last week with cooper rush i wouldn't be shocked if they actually just come out and win this and just like before i am going to pour a bucket load of cold water over the giants their first two wins are not convincing they were against two terrible teams in my opinion over the titans and panthers and they were close games and we saw how uh, they've been since those games as well the Giants haven't proven a lot yet. It's tomorrow's. We're gonna know if they're like actually any sort of a good team or they're just able to stomp the the, the teams that have started out struggling. Because let's remember, the giant the Giants' offense has not changed a lot over the offseason. so it's still that same unit. So when they come out to start a new season, they're not they're not scrambling to figure out what's going on. And I th- I actually think the Giants are gonna win tomorrow.
0: I'm with you. More than I think about it. I think the, the Giants think are going to win too. I think the Giants are going to be 3-0. Hmm. There's the, yeah. okay. are, are we in on this? Are we... Is this Matt and Joel's super special New York football Giants go beat the Dallas Cowboys 3-0? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on it. There you go. Uh, the, uh, the, the
1: odds markets, that they're even at the moment. Giants have a couple cent lead just because of the fact that it's probably in New York. I, yeah, the, the Giants are actually going to come out and have a really good shot at winning this game.
0: I mean, the line's like half a point, one point, um, you know, just bet yeah, head they're to they're head. Going. It's basically, a, you know, pick them anyway. Um, but yeah, the Fantasy Addicts, we are in on the New York Football Giants. And that means we obviously do a first touchdown bet for the New York Football Giants. Um, oh, right. Good luck. Like this, there that that might not be a touchdown. Um, but who gets the first? T- <laughs> you know what? Yeah, here, here is the gross first down, the first touchdown. It's disgusting. No one wants to say it. But Daniel Jones is going to get the first touchdown tomorrow, guys. Bet that. Are you in I on Danny Dimes? On, first, touchdown? I am not in
1: on Danny Dimes doing a single thing.
0: He can take I'm, a read option I'm gonna and make re- it. take it to the house.
1: I'm gonna make a grosser. I'm honestly gonna make a grosser and go. say that Ster- Sterling Shepard's getting the first touchdown tomorrow.
0: Okay, he love. I I could, I could I'll swallow Sterling Shepard. I think that's a good bet. I can get around Sterling. Sterling, Danny Dimes, bet them both. Saquon Barkley's paying five bucks for this first touchdown. Fuck that. Um, that's disgusting. Um yeah. Sterling Shepard, Danny Dimes, around that you know fifteen dollar mark. Uh, you can probably get a bit more for Danny Dimes, but that's. To our first touchdown bets, and the New York Football Giants win Monday Night Football, taking their season to three and zero. You know what I have for you, Joe? Here we go. I have a receiving
1: yards over/under for you, and the listeners might be a little bit interested in. I love it. We have Noah Brown, okay. the Dallas Cowboys, sitting at over/under of thirty-eight point five receiving yards. Interesting. Last week, this man had 68 yards on nine targets against Tampa. Cooper Rush's before boy. He had, ni- he had 91. So, he had nine targets with Cooper Rush to 68. I think you easily pump the overs on Noah Brown to run out 39 yards. 100%. He's, he,
0: well, is, is Gallup going to play? Oh, even if Gallup plays, he's going to be limited. Maybe that's why you get a bit of a discount on this number. Gallup's not playing
1: every snap. There's no shot.
0: No, no chance. He's going to be like J.K. Dobbins today, where he, they, you know, they trot him out there. He's a bit of a decoy. Gets a few looks, but you know he's going to yeah, struggle. Yeah, just obviously. to prove he's
1: alive, you know, not yeah. holding him hostage anymore. He is actually allowed to play football. All right. That's what Gallup will be. And Gallup's coming back from a big injury too. He's not going to come out full tilt. Oh, ACL. I think they're... Noah
0: Brown the overs for yards, like, got to do it. All right. I think that was that's good. Noah Brown, New York Giants. Sterling Shepard and Danny Dimes' first touchdowns. We've got your Monday night sorted. Um, I think we've recapped most of the uh, relevant information from Red Zone. Um, before we close out the show, um, do you want to give us something else on Miami Dolphins? Who do they have next week?
1: Miami Dolphins are playing a big, big game, Thursday night football against the Bengals. Oh, God. That is going to be This massive. is going to be huge. I anticipate our defense is going to eat them alive. Okay. Um, Especially the pass rush. Because even though we don't have the superstar talent on our our defensive line, the
0: Bengals have nothing on their offensive line. That is true. They are. You can get, here you go. Miami getting a three-point head start, Matt. Should our listeners be betting that? Surely. Yes. Yes. Matt.
1: Actually, wait. Let's wait a day and see if Tua's health is all right. Let's okay. make sure he's, his his concussion is, isn't a real concussion, and if it's a fake concussion, then we're good to go. Um, because you do not want to be betting on the Dolphins if bloody Teddy Bridgewater is being rolled out there in his wheelchair. That's the last thing you want.
0: <laughs> you know, Teddy Bridge, uh, not not great, uh, not as good as this season's version of Tua Tagovailoa. They might have to start calling him Threea because he just is three and oh right now, Matt. He is the man. Um, I was anti-Tua, but you know. Kind of back in. No, you. You're he's a winner.
1: I'm keeping the receipts. I'm not hearing it from any of you. Okay. Tua is the man. He's always been the man. You stick by him. And God, he's come good. He's, he did a lovely game management match today against the, one of the best teams in the league. The best Last team Last week in the he did. He, he,
0: are they? Because we just walked them around. True. Yeah. that's And Philadelphia, they're, they're out here. Even though you hate them. This is a pro Eagles podcast.
1: This, is a, this is a, it's, it's an anti-Eagles guess, though. Unlikely. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I think the Dolphins come out quite lovely against the Bengals. It's going to be a great game. It's, going to sh- it's, it's really going to show a lot more about what the Dolphins can do. Because with the way the Bengals are playing the first three weeks, if the Dolphins are actually a contender, it should be a comfy win. If it's okay. close and the Bengals show something, if their offense picks up again, uh, it'll be a good
0: game you've even given it you've given us winning props first touchdown bets and an early pick on Thursday night football next week thanks for joining us Matt um, that's what I'm here for thanks oh, for having me great for having you on um, sure the listeners will love that uh, Andrew is a bit angry um, getting some messages that he couldn't get involved but you know so be it he's missed out um, well, it's that his problem is, it is his problem he was too late and missed out and I think. This is a much better episode with the 3-0 and 0, uh, Atomic Superman head coach, Matt Barber. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and go Dolphins, the 2023 Super Bowl winners. Thank you very much, Joel. See you. Peace. <laughs>